Hello, welcome. It's Hardlore time. How are you, Bo? I feel like I haven't seen you in a week. In one day. Um, <laughs> we, have a, we have a very special guest today for a very fun reason. Mm-hmm. Please welcome my brother, engineer, mixer, riffer, man, the pit recording studio, God's hate, twitching tongues, dead body, uh, criminal instinct, Eyes of the Lord, Midnight Suns. Uh, what am I yeah, missing? That's fine. That's plenty. Uh, Taylor Young, welcome. Taylor. I'm happy to um, be happy to be here. Thank you for for coming back. This is your <laughs> third episode with us. Yeah, the second that is available. Am I the only one? Yeah, definitely. you're the first three time guest. Was I the first two time guest? Yeah, you might have been the first two time guest. Is there any other one? Uh, Mo was on minis, so it's yeah. uh, there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple two time minis. Brendan, Emma, Taylor, Taylor's two time uh, has a mini too. Oh yeah, wow, which Taylor. is hilarious. Wow, but uh, oh, yeah. we're we're here for a very special reason today. Let's um, talk about the reason. Yesterday, our very first Twitching Tongues' very first LP. Uh, received a big big time double LP reissue with every song from that era, which that encompasses the entire beginning of Twitching Tongues musically. So what does that entail? That entails sleep therapy, the demo, mm. uh, a, co- a typo negative cover. Oh, cool. And a pentagram cover that was on a seven inch. It's all out there now. You've heard it by now. Um, but... I figured it would be a fun way to to kind of deep dive into those songs the day after they are re-released by being joined by my brother who was was my right and left-hand man at the time. <laughs> and we we I mean the, all of those songs were were just he and I. So it makes sense. For everything? Him and me. Two? Him and are you he? Yes. Are you he? Yes, him and me. Yeah, uh, on all of those, I played drums on all of them. Wow, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, on all those too. So it was just the two of us uh, on those on all fourteen tracks. Fourteen tracks. I should probably pull it up. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I've got um, stuff here. I've got it here. Don't worry. You got it here. Well, yeah, I don't. Got it. I would, yeah, I don't either. So. You're not going to need it. I'm so prepared. I'm so prepared. <laughs> what have you guys been doing lately? Uh, I've been, uh, just obsessed with this fucking anime. You're a big anime guy? No, I'm not. It's new. This mm. is a new development. It's called Dr. Stone. It's about, uh, the world turning to stone and then one guy comes to life. Is it a doctor? Or is it like a Dr. Pepper situation? It's, uh, you know what? <laughs> it's a little play on words. You know, that's oh. Japanese. There's always different meanings. They're geniuses, man. Well, who knows? It's crazy that right now of all times you're into anime because lately I'm gonna tell you my routine. <laughs> I've been waking up at about three thirty in the morning every day, and from three thirty to five thirty, I watch Dragon Ball Z highlights. Oh, really? It'll be like Trunks meets Vegeta for the first time, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. And I'll it'll be like five part things on TikTok. I'll watch it every single one of them. Bastards. Well, I've watched all of the all of Dragon Ball Z probably like eight times in my life. Eight times? I was obsessed with Dragon Ball Z when I was younger. So I know all that shit. Who's your favorite? But it, dude, who's my favorite? Yeah. 
I mean, Future Trunks. Future Trunks is badass. I love me some Piccolo. <laughs> uh, Krillin? Krill, dude, Krillin, kind of an MVP. Stops yeah, freezing, really, if you really yeah. think about it. Yeah. Taylor, you fuck with uh, cartoons? <laughs> Japanese cartoons? Honestly, yeah, but I like the gnarlier ones. Yeah. What's that? Um... There's the the ninja one. I can't remember the name of that. It's super Love bloody. That one. Yep. <laughs> uh there's the uh seven the Magnificent Seven remake. Mm, which is hilarious. They they're like in mecha suits and shit. Mm. <laughs> um I liked that one. Uh I like uh, Roroni Kenshin. Okay. Wow. It's pretty cool. Taylor's cultured as people don't know this. Yeah, man. he's cultured. The uh oh the Blade of the Immortal one that's an Amazon exclusive. <laughs> I haven't seen the the. There's an anime it's, of that. Yeah, it's gnarly. Oh my god, dude, that movie is unbelievable. There's I only did, one season, but it's based. They're both based on a manga. I manga? did start manga. Attack on Titan, which is also very, like, violent and cool. Yeah, it is violent and beautiful. beautiful. I like that one. I can't get down with most of them. No, same. And this Dr. Stone one, there's a lot of like, <laughs> like a lot, uh, yeah, a lot of that. A guy so, going, uh, why do yeah. they love that? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know. Uh, but it's so wholesome and fun. And like, I love video games and stuff where you start at like Stone Age and work your way up. Oh, that's fun. So that's like my favorite. Civilization, kind of Age of Empires, all that. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we're here to talk about Twitching Tongues, I guess. <laughs> I, could, yeah. I could talk about Dragon Ball Z for two hours. When did Twitching Tongues become a thing? Like, okay, we're a band now. Um, mid to late 2009. Okay. Mm. I, <laughs> yes. He's really good with dates. I'm very good with dates, trust me. Yeah, I guess that sounds right. Because Ruckus was in the thick of it. Yes. I'll no, what is that? You, okay, let's go back then. What does that That's mean? That's the thing. So on my notes yeah. here, I have yeah. Ruckus here because okay. Ruckus was really the stepping stone into Twitch and Tongues existing. And Ruckus is the reason we thought Twitching Tongues couldn't sound like what we really wanted Twitching Tongues to sound like right away. Because we had both. Because Ruckus was doing dun 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 dun, dun you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's all he and I ever wanted to do. Yeah. with our lives was dun 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 um so it was like okay we have to kind of have two identities here if we're gonna justify this the second band existing i see that's, that's who's in ruckus besides you two uh there were a few but the singer jacob was the main one jacob was like the other guy he was the yeah oh, he i figured one of you guys of lyrics. Sang. that's interesting no no there's a guy there was a dude um he named jacob you named Jacob. <laughs> Jacob Woodley. He was Jacob a. Woodley? He's a gnarly fellow. He is. Yeah. A, he is a, a. He's an ass beater. Mo, he's a motor, motorcycle crewman. Yep. Okay. Um. I haven't seen him in a while. He came to one of the for the children's a few years ago. Moshed hard as fuck for hundred demons. Hundred demons and then left. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. he used to either he used to either come and like beat ass, or send a proxy to beat ass. Yeah, like we'd Dude. be in we'd be in like Richmond, and I, I'd like the scariest guy ever would walk up, and he'd be like, "Jacob sent me," and then we and then Twitching Tongues would be playing like demo era, and a, a big motherfucker in a rocker is just like murdering. Yeah, the so promoter, I, we loved that was there was one show where it was literally Richmond where the yeah. promoter was like, "Hey, uh, 
who's that dude? He's like, oh, he's friends with the singer of Ruckus. And he's okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> and he's just like whooping ass while while we're going. Moshing by proxy is an incredible, incredible. Yeah. I'm gonna start okay. doing. I'm gonna yeah, send, I need you to yeah, go send to the somebody show. in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ghost yeah. Mosher. Yeah. Colin sent me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're almost there as, as yeah, a show. Yeah. Um, but Ruckus, I feel like the LP. No, that's not true. Let's back up a little bit. Ruckus did two or three demos before doing a real record. Human Pollution. Really? Was the, was the thing. Yeah, there's a bunch well, of demos. Yeah. Most people well, never heard them. Hmm. There were... There were... Two, one, there was only one that came out, though. Okay. Se- seven came out. Seven did not. Or wait, yeah. seven did? Oh, the, seven the did not. Oh, eight did. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a demo with a s- different singer on it that never came out. Right. Okay. Completely different recording, and then we did two songs with Jacob that came out and were only released for like days, and then that the label Beatdown Hardware hit us up to do a record. So we I did was going to get to Beatdown Hardware eventually. Oh, okay. But yeah. But yeah, that relationship with Beatdown Hardware started with Ruckus. And you yeah. guys did guitar drums respectively. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Old school. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's like, Yo that's who boy. we were. That's what our, our identities were. The, the drummer, guitar, yeah. player brothers. Yeah. Cause yeah. it was like, we'd had that with fight everyone, which I did not start. So like I was a total outsider in my short time in that band where I was 16 years old. Yeah. Uh, Ruckus was the first thing where it was like Taylor and I, okay, we're starting a band together. Yeah. Got you. And it only took two years for us to go, okay, we're starting another band together. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was it was Typo, Only Living Witness, Sam Black Church, and mm-hmm. Agents of Man. That made us like pretty much that. Would you say that's the big four? Boys to Men. Boys to Men was a big <laughs> one for me. That's I've, actually I, true. This is the second yeah, Boys yeah. to Men in two weeks. Yeah. I'm not lying. Well, Taylor, big you, fan. you partake and you're a boy too, man? No. Okay. But, but he knew. Uh, but I understood that he, you know, we had to pull melodies from places. Mm. There's like weird. We, my pulled, guys. we we pulled melodies from weird places. That's kind of the um, best, right? Well, it you is. have to do that because if you're if you if you're writing hardcore, pulling from hardcore, it's derivative. It's like it always it's always derivative. Yeah. So it's better to pull from to make hardcore or metal pull like pulled from normal things. Mm-hmm. You can derive. Yeah. You can derive. You got to derive creatively. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I'm not going to start a band that sounds like Chromags and lift from Chromags. What's the fucking point of that? Right. I'll tell you a fun Chromags designated deriver. I'll tell you a fun a fun derive. God's hate number one intro. All I I wrote the dun 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 in like 2016, but didn't know what to do with it. And then I was on a run and I had my thing on complete shuffle, and a Barry White song comes on. And the Barry White song starts with, uh-huh. and I like I ran home, and I was like, "That's it," and and like figured it out that that's how I was gonna do the dun dun. So it was Barry White. Thank you, Barry White, for helping me there. Barry White's drummer. Thank you, Barry White's drummer, for being like, "How about this?" <laughs> <laughs> At some point. Baby. Um, you seen that? You seen that TikTok of the dude that played on, off the wall, right, Bo? Where it was it? like 
come up with an intro for that rock one? with you. Yeah, and it's just Yo, just that's like, my this? favorite fill of all time. And he just like they were, they were like, hey, you have one take. Do yeah. do something that everybody will remember forever. Forever. And he just nailed it. And he do get it like a and he said, like, on that take, the whole band played better. Because he hit it, and everybody was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, yeah. <laughs> which, like, Taylor and I felt that. That was a palpable feeling when putting together the demo. Because it was me on the kit, him on the guitar. Damn, I just went full circle. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I'll rock with you to Twitching Tongues demo. In our living room, about 15 feet from where he's sitting now. Uh, where Taylor and I would just be playing stuff like like how, he'd be he'd hit a riff I'd hit a beat over it and we'd look at each other it was just it was mostly nonverbal of us being like and then yeah something. there weren't there weren't a lot of riffs like pre ready yeah yeah I think I think Loveless was the only one where we were like all right we're doing this I had the verse of Loveless from a one song demo I did for a band that never happened I don't know if you remember that Taylor I don't remember shit. So there was a band that I was going to do, and I did one. I recorded one demo track with you, and the end of the song was like that. That tempo sounds familiar. So, and then when it got to so Loveless, the first song that we ever wrote, fell from grace. Fell from grace. I fell from grace feet first. Track one on Sleep Therapy. Yeah, which would not the, be the released demo, for the demo uh, version was crap and it needed a mosh part i think it needed a mosh part yeah the the original it was like no it went it was like yeah. some crowbar shit but like without the crowbar swag well there was no mosh feeling it did, uh, yeah it didn't feel like a pit looking yeah. at the demo i don't think i know any of the songs you don't know love of Slimer? i don't we I never mean, had them streaming none of true. them yeah, so I just don't, you know. Till now. Until now. <laughs> uh, was Razor's Edge named after uh, the wrestling move? Yeah. I think so. It was. Um, yeah. So it was like, okay, it was like, a, that's the, the coolest move. How do I? And then I was, for some reason, I was on some anti suicide kick. I don't know why. It's like one well, of then my you favorite were, things. Then to you talk were on about. a. Then you were on a suicide kick for ten years. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe those guys were on to something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, there are so a lot the, of questionable lyrics on uh, this whole. Oh, my God. Start to finish in the discog, dude. I feel like I was, like. Turning my, into a person? Yeah. My mind woke up one day when I was, like, 25, 26. Yeah. yeah. Everything oh, yeah. before then, I, I couldn't tell you why I did anything. Absolutely. Yeah. God, do I agree with that? Uh, lyrically, more so than anything, because reading some, even some of the recent stuff, I'll be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I think you're you're also you're proof that you shouldn't be allowed to get tattooed until you're 25 because you don't actually like the stuff you're gonna like. It's true, yet. and you are the Waited. only person in the world with like no actual <laughs> bad tattoos. Legs, I got some some. No, no, no. Couple but things like your your bad tattoos compared to mine are like. Yes, all, but all your yours are just in a different section of the Louvre, and mine's like <laughs> in the in, in the yes, bathroom Taylor, somewhere. But your your first tattoo, from like an old head perspective, is the coolest thing of all time. What was this it? thing? 
sucks. No, no, not that one. The, the other X one. is the, awesome. the real like first tattoo. That's the second tattoo. The, le- the, the that's leg. the first one. Is that the typo one? No, no. Tell, no, tell it's just a dying. It's got- a it's a horrible rendition of Jesus with some dying fetus lyrics on it. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, and that was the what dying, year the was dying, that? The dying fetus lyrics make it cool. I don't know, two thousand seven, six you, or seven. You wearing shorts, yeah. Taylor? No, I don't wear shorts. I'm grown. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bo agrees. That. I'm wearing. I, I totally agree, but it's hot. You're in Southern California. I don't know. Uh, it's not hot. It's pretty nice today. Uh, I actually, I do wear shorts when it's hot, but I try not to. Yeah, you should. No one should weird. ever wear shorts. Yeah. Anyway, anyway uh, how many? Tell me about. So I've put out a tape demo. It's like the one thing I've ever personally done on my own. And it fucking sucked. Did, did somebody put out this demo? Amazing question, Bowen. Thank you. It is an amazing question. See him all the time. All the time. Both of them. Yeah. Um, the Twitching Tongues demo tape was released by uh, a fella named Calvin. Is that who we met the other day? Me? Who did who did we see in Baltimore that you just couldn't be happy? That was Nick Heitman. Okay, you were tickled pink. We'll get to Nick Heitman. Okay, okay. okay. Beloved, sweet <laughs> Nick Heitman. Uh, this was Calvin and another fellow named Scott, and they did a, a tape label called Born Ill at the time, and they made a hundred tapes. So if you have that demo tape, just know a hundred were made, but about thirty of them were kept in my bedside table drawer until it was accidentally thrown away. <laughs> so Wait, no, no, yes. I got them. I got them, brother. Are you serious? Yeah, I the whole have- lot. I probably have 20 tapes. So you so you found the drawer. I don't know if I I don't know anything about a drawer, but I have the tapes. Wow. They were in like a toolbox. What not? Like a, like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can <laughs> you can find them tomorrow on whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um similar Are you doing a whatnot tomorrow? Yes. Oh, then yeah, I'll dig them up. Yeah. But, yeah, to, dig but up. like tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> I think Harm's Way demos there's like 50 and over, over half were in James' trunk for years yeah. until he just threw them away. That's how. That's that, see. That's what I thought happened. Yeah, I was like, I must have thrown away because them away because a nobody wanted them. B I'm sick of looking at them. They it's look cool, good though. for that, it's especially like the, for the era. Yeah, it's like cool. They're in it's, cool cases. The it's CDs like really, I we made, and I was like, I, those were dope. Mm. CDs were fine. The tapes look cooler. I love the way tapes look. I know it's like it's your favorite format, right? I just think it looks awesome. That's dumb, but I respect (laughs) it. How is it any dumber than a CD or like any CD sounds great? Big tapes sound so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not talking about you. Just like sonic quality, guys. You just like so you're talking. I'll say that the CD is double in size so that the artwork can look cooler. Yeah, but what I like about the tape. It's like I have slow, deep, and hard on tape. Like the so thought of him having to figure out the layout. Like I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like this weird puzzle. That works for everything, but yeah, it's a puzzle. No, but, J- but it doesn't J- because J- like cards I, I have cool. a J- lucifuge one that's an upside down cross because they had to design it that way. That's the only. Or one. I have a broken one that's a little <laughs> booklet where there's like a bunch of pages. You're talking yeah. out of your ass, Taylor. No, let I me got like what tapes. I like. I don't, I won't. <laughs> Bo's put Bo, Bo really puts the ass in cassette. Right? <laughs> <laughs> cassette. Just kidding. Just kidding. I, just, I kidding. just think they're neat. Hey, I get it, man. They are. J cards are really cool. That's definitely the coolest part. 
Um, okay, so fell from grace. Obviously, didn't make the demo. It wasn't ready. No. There's but another song. There's five songs in the in the demo session. What really? was the other one? Voluntary confinement. <laughs> yes. It was also like dan bad 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 bad. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you remember? Do you remember what that song came from? Miley Cyrus. Yeah. 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 So I made a video. This does not exist. If you have, if anybody knows a way to find it, let me know. Wait, you have it? No, I don't have it. I wiped it clean. Trust me. Oh, I thought I wanted this thing gone. I wrote a song for Miley Cyrus as like a bit. You know. Okay. We're about the same age, you know. If it was fine, it was fine. You and Miley? Me and Miley. We're right there. Linked at the hearts and the minds forever. And the ri- it was it was like note for note voluntary confinement riff, blah, 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 other blah, than blah, like blah, the blah, breakdown blah. section. Yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty it was, it was a tribute. It was the song. I it well was, that was the thing is I was like all right, yeah, well, let's can you delete this so we can use it? <laughs> It's pretty good. Yeah, Uh, I think that was the first, (laughs) not the first song I ever wrote because I I had terrible hardcore bands when I was young. But it was well, I think it was the first. It was the first. It was the first time that I was like, "All right, I'll let I'll let this one go." All right. Ah, yeah, thank you. It you didn't roast the, the Taylor like like, like we left. I think there's there's one song before. There's one song on the Ruckus LP, but now that might have been oh. after. That might have been no, after. No, it was. Yeah, we did that because of Switching Tongues. Right. The the earthquake split song domesticated. No, no, no. No, no, no. The um there's a song on the LP that you wrote the whole structure. Oh, that was way after. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Way after. Uh um, that song's good too. I don't know, even remember Life's End. So did you I think the demo was better? Did you re-record the two songs from the demo session for the seven inch? No. No. So there is no seven. Wait, no, no, no. Sorry. They were re-recorded for sleep therapy. Yes. So yeah, there is no pure seven-inch recording technically. It, what's insane and inhumane? I'll get you. I'll get there. Okay. We're working our way there. Okay. Um, so when the demo was recorded, we played many shows over the next year or so. But before that, this was like the first time I'd ever attempted like viral marketing of some kind because I remember posting on the bridge nine board. It was like, check back here on March 15th for a surprise. And people kept the thread going until March 15th. It's pretty cool. Just to see what was going to happen. Uh, and it was the twitching tongues demo. And a lot of people were like, and, and the like shockingly, the response was like, Hey, good job guys. Good job kids. Because um, I was 18. It's Taylor pretty bad. Was, it's not great in retrospect. It's out of tune. Yeah. It's kind of charming, though, you know? Well, that's why I didn't want to fuck with it. That was why, like, so everything else on this reissue got a remix. Yeah. Including the typo cover, which is a different session. Yeah. But the demo was like, let's not touch it. Yeah, don't touch it. Because it's kind of a time capsule. Oh, I think that's cool. Yeah. And yeah. so, so it, like, just sounds the way it sounds. What am I going to do? I'm going to take like vocals out of on top of out of tune guitars and tune them yeah, and fix no. them. No, yeah, it's right. not going to happen. It's not worth it. So whereas I think sleep, sleep therapy got like a fucking like director's cut. It got, it's got a, a new, it got a it's got, open heart surgery. It's got a new sequence. <laughs> There's a new Gross. song in the middle of, the we'll record. get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. But like, whereas the tape is just 
here it is. It still sounds bad. <laughs> um, everything else sounds good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people, the response was good online. It was good. We played a couple shows that were not very good for us. People didn't know what to do with us, and that's fine. Not clear mosh parts. Like, I hate God, crowbar, slow yeah. doom parts instead of, like, mosh, mosh. Mosh, yeah. Instead yeah, of, like, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Um, yeah. So we had, to, we had to train people what to do over time. You know what I remember? <laughs> you know what was great? A, a nice memory to a friend of the show, Corey Williams. Mm. Corey, if you're listening. Corey got in a motorcycle accident at one point. You remember that, Taylor? I think I do, yeah. And when Corey, like, woke up, the first thing he tweeted was, I'm alive. Twitching tongues is dope. Whoa. <laughs> really? So that was, like, it was, like, my guy, like, this dude I, I look up to creatively is doing great. Yeah. And yeah. he likes my new band. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that was a jam-packed post, for sure. Jam-packed, dude. It that was, was probably like, was... a straight-up MySpace bulletin, wasn't it? It had to. Twitching Tones no, demo. 2010. Their Twitter was Twitter was a thing. Twitching Tones was MySpace. So we were. That's and that's my next note here. Is Warriors like, will reign came out on MySpace. <sighs> yeah. Oh boy, did it ever! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was all that was probably on my profile. I'll tell you what. But that was 2009. My, just to put it into right. Yeah, my Facebook's wasn't a, like really pop until 2011. No, Facebook was was. We might, but like everybody had both still. Yeah, everybody oh, had yeah. both. Yeah, like you you could check checking Facebook was an imperative. Facebook you know? at the time was Twitter. It was right. college it was like, only. This is too. what this it is what I'm doing. Only. You were writing a sentence, and that was your Facebook. Exactly. It was like That's Colin. Why. Colin is at wing like at Wingstop. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like yeah. Every day I get a like your memories of me at Wingstop. It'll be like at Wingstop with Taylor Young in blue and yep. Nate Blavel in blue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just some ice cream. Just yeah, just got <laughs> yeah. like like a straight up, like a a picture of an ice cream cone with like a brown filter on it. Yeah. yeah. Being like awesome day. Yeah. Uh but we were peak MySpace music era. And MySpace music was real that was like where you put that was Bandcamp. That know? was the uh -huh. only thing. It was that like Spotify don't don't hold shit compared to what MySpace music did for some bands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it did a lot for us, and that's how Beatdown Hardware hurt us. That's right. Mm. Who then and a guy a fella named Tony from that's West how Germany. He heard ruckus. Right. Yeah. Right. And then okay. but then as soon as he heard Twitching Tongues, he was it like snowballed into that. Yeah. I have to do this too. That's awesome. So he he wait he wanted to do this the demo, but we had so March March fifteenth the demo came out. Okay, we recorded and what would become Sleep Therapy July four months later. Wow, um, and we sat on it for two years. Sat on it for a while, but well, that's we worked, why we worked we worked on vocals for probably eight months though. It took a long time. Because yeah. like and, the demo was pretty fast considering all things considered being th three songs. Demo we, was we, like as soon as we knew you could sing, we we did it. And then I think we did the split song, the ruckus split song that you're singing on. Didn't we do that first to be like, can you sing? The or was it the other? Song? Or, no, no, no. The the song. Oh, oh, my, my. My, my. Like, was that mm -hmm. first 
No. Was that recorded first? That came was... out in 2000, later 2010. It came out, but did we track it before that? Because I feel like that was the test of it, like, can Colin sing? Cool. Yep. Let's do the demo. <laughs> I remember but it, it might both have been ways. right after. It was like, yeah, it was Zabalba, Zabalba is in the in the song doing the oh, oh yeah. parts. Yeah. And I think they had already heard me sing and were still there when I was doing the rest of the song. And they're like, oh, he's going to do it, you know, like as they would. Well, but that's still just that song. So I don't know if that song came before the Twitching Tongues demo or not. Recording. Tough. Some, yeah, you'll have to check your files, huh? Fuck. I got to find a cable to do that. We played, we didn't tour well, in 2010. I have two questions. Hit me, dude. When you say that you worked on vocals for eight months, give or take, mm-hmm. what does that in, entail? Like eight hours a day, you're in there working on melodies? That, this or is, This is... This is that was sleep therapy. Um, I, I know, I know. No, that would but be yeah, like you said. You recorded and sat on it. I want to know. Yeah, it would probably it would be like we do vocals for a day. My voice would be dead. Decide yeah. we didn't like the song. Decide we scrap the entire thing. There's gotcha. a million layers on sleep therapy. Sleep therapy, like comparatively to records I do now, has just as much shit on it. Just because like it, it it needed to. Well, it, it needed to because his voice wasn't super strong. Yeah. I didn't know how to tune. So yeah. it was like, all right, so the thing we would do to mask it is do a million layers of something that he couldn't sing that well, yeah. and then it would sound cool. It would kind yeah. of chorus affect it a little. It, it really would. And yeah. That um, was a, it was a good trick. It was, and it, and it worked, It's but it's like, in retrospect, we should have just pitch corrected it. But we were we were stubborn about that, and it wasn't because... Yeah. You didn't know how to do it is because we we had like a you know I want to know that you can do it live. Yeah, like, we I, I had a principle. thing about it. Yeah. We had a complex about it about being like a band with no pitch correction. Mental so block up until the end, there there never has been any. Never no. for better or worse, never. Well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, yeah, it's all. It's some all would real. be like, well, brother, you should have. <laughs> yeah, should, I, I mean, uh, but but even you know, I I'm. I'm Certainly not the best singer in the world, but I'm also not tone deaf, and I've never really heard anything that was particularly. Well, that's the thing is we redid pitchy. stuff until it was constantly until it was right, wow. good, and even There's... that, like listening to sleep therapy, is difficult for me now. Yeah, I'm sure. Very I'm sure. tough. For it's me to it's do. better though. Like the new version. Oh, agreed. I mean, you know how to mix. Now. Well, that was the yeah. thing is I was like pushing through frequencies. This is a reason a lot of people probably didn't like us. Is because I'm literally pushing painful frequencies through the mix to get your vocals to cut through the heavy guitars. And on this new mix, it's like pull back so your vocals are sitting in it. It's balanced. You know, it doesn't hurt. It's balanced. Uh, So so when did Insane and Inhumane come out? So July 2010, we recorded Sleep Therapy. What would become Sleep Therapy? It was just like a session of songs. It was nine, ten tracks because it was eight songs. An instrumental, which we'll talk about in a minute, and the typo cover. No, pentagram. Oh, no, Forever My Queen, the pentagram cover. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was, and I and I was, was the first thing we finished because it was yeah. kind of the first thing at, like, Fell From Grace, we already had. So it was like, okay, we have our pro mortal form. That's how we looked at it. It was like, that's our pro mortal form. Our track one is in the tank, ready to go. Okay. Which we didn't want to burn. Didn't want to burn that on the demo. Yeah. 
with not right. understanding that you can fucking re-record songs on an LP, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we didn't. We didn't do that. We we only did it once, and it was Lo- on the second LP. Loveless. Um, well, Loveless we we did also. That's it, just a split though. Like, yeah. st- you still can't find that. Right. Um. It's on our YouTube. <laughs> I took it down. <laughs> oh. In, okay, in preparation good. for something later. <laughs> this year, huh? huh? <laughs> uh. So, Insane and Humane was the first thing that was finished. Um, and we put that on MySpace, just kind of on a whim. Yeah. Did, did the we? way that bands do, we, we're kind of ahead of our time, Taylor. <laughs> I, thought, uh, I thought Nick was in right away. Nick Heitman? Yeah. Hey. No, because you went I on like tour. Your band. You went on tour with Alpha, and you were showing people the song. And he was like, I'll put that out. That did happen. He was with TUI, but the song was just the, the song was out. I don't know. Is that true? It's, I promise. Don't we put it on MySpace on a whim, as bands do today with singles. It was just like, hey, we're gonna keep our band going. Here's a single on our MySpace. In one day it became our top song. Mm. Wow. So I remember these 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 little metrics yeah, where, yeah, where yeah. you go, oh, okay, something's happening here. I don't remember that at all. It's really funny to think that you were in Europe with Alpha Omega, mm-hmm. and I have right here you writing Taylor Young is a bitch on a Rise and Fall flyer <laughs> that I took from a wall and have with me. You I kept have that. I have it, yeah. That's awesome, man. I thought, should I grab it? You can cut Hurry to up. It. It's, yeah, it's literally it. here. Go ahead and talk. Hey, grab it. No, I'll cut. More than a feeling. Don't cut. I have to cart the fart out at least. No, just leave this all in. <laughs> Cause boy does he look stupid. <laughs> I didn't realize he had a Vermax shirt on. It's a cool shirt. I think it looks like a bootleg because the front looks like something else. Probably yeah. Bootleg ass. Oh, maybe it is a real one. I can see him having one good shirt. Is that a real shirt? Is that a real or is that a boot? It's real. Oh, wow. That's why the neck's all fucked up. Yeah, it's all fucked up. It's one of the great shirts. Truly, dude. This one says printed in 87 on it, and Mm -hmm. there was one on on eBay November 16th, 1987. Like, my birthday. Wow. It had the date. date The full date? The full date. Damn, we gotta start doing that. Literally never seen that before. Taylor is a bitch. Wow. <laughs> so funny. Colin's so funny. <laughs> Isn't he so who was, funny? Who was here? What, what's the top thing? Ponderosa was here. That's um. So it's funny. This was a... Oh, here's your, your at also, Colin. Yeah, that was what I was tagging all over. All Europe, dude. So what's funny is Nachos was touring right before. So John Caution went by Ponderosa for briefly. He used to have nicknames. Mm. It says Byron Luters was here. The drummer from... We can not just his name is Brian. And one day he just started using my name. So like his Instagram name is Byron Looters. <laughs> just because. And he I just, had he just thinks your name he is added hilarious. me on Facebook and my dad one time was like, who is this? Is this like a relative? I don't like he was like, did you find a relative? And, no, it's just a no, weird dad. Just a weird guy. Dad. Get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? 
We were talking about... Uh, oh, Insane and Humane was our top played song on my... And you were showing people when you were in Europe. That's why I grabbed the thing. On that first U.S. tour I did, I showed it to everybody. Um, Trap and Rice, listen to this. Cool Hand, listen to this. You sure Pain, did. listen to this. Um, to the point where it was like a, it was like a meme on the tour where we would be staying... Like, every band would be staying somewhere. Yeah. And some like Justice or Jared or something would be like, "Yo, put that song on." Which song would it be? Insane and Humane. Okay. And they would play the whole thing and just like listen to it calm, and then just obliterate wherever we were staying. Really? (laughs) Just when the mosh hits. When the when the pit part hits. I remember distinctly like a a, like stack of newspapers like. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, that was that was so that was cool. That was like oh. Okay, the cool guys like it, too. Yeah, finally, you know they're getting it. Uh, Martine very early on became a you know a silent supporter of sorts. <laughs> Not silent. He made the logo. He made our logo, the little cross. Mm-hmm. He did the first. He was one of the shirts. It was yeah. It was the triangle shirt. Triangle and shirt. And that 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 cross was just a little part of the bottom of it. And we were like, "What's that there?" Can you send me just that? Please. You cut that out. I think that, I think you did something. What was so, uh, I have off key since two thousand? That's a later shirt. Oh, that's a later shirt. I, I thought I have harmony shirt. shirts. The typo logo. I do have the typo logo one. That's our first shirt. Oh, I have it. Nice. There you go. Oh, first off one. key was Code Orange tour, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a black version, and then a, we did a green version online. Mm. Um, first two shirts were. The, the black shirt with the typo logo. And then gray shirt with the demo art on the front. Oh, see, I have a green typo one. That was like third or fourth. That was like fourth or fifth. Fuck. Yeah, black right, was the first one. It black was terrible. the first one. It looks crazy now, but it's kind of badass. All the other versions were better. Yeah. You're like, they didn't know what they were printing when they did. Yeah. I wore this shirt today because... I bought this Marauder shirt when I was 15 years old. This is like the first cool shirt I ever bought in my life. Oh, that's a good feeling. So th- I've had this shirt since before Twitching Tongues was a band. Fun. I when bought this shirt on the Disharmonic Rust tour at Sabas while go. we were watching Home Alone. I literally bought it on eBay. I I bought this on eBay with my uh, with my eBay account called my username on eBay. Yeah. Twitching Tongues. Woo! Predates the band. Team Prozac. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, I got my carnivore mm. test press from him. From Where is he today? <sighs> he sold all his stuff. He's gone. He's gone, dude. He doesn't He's have liquidated. anything else up anymore? I can't imagine. He had uh, 10 looked. shirts a day going up. Yeah, he must have worked at, like, for Blue, Blue Grape, Grape or something. Europe, huh? He was a legend, man. Team Prozac kept the kept the gang fitted up. I, I have a few shirts. I got my Wolf Moon shirt from him. I got a lot of shit from him before Peter died. That we're, we should probably talk about that. Way cheaper, mm. uh, dude. My every shirt other than my Wolf Moon shirt, every type of negative shirt I ever bought was sub twenty dollars. No shit. Yes, just That's... they were they were worthless. I, I was buying like in high school the real shirt of the first shirt that we made with the type O. That's why we did it because that shirt was so fucking sick. Well, and that shirt is like I've never seen that. Me neither. Since. What, which That's, one is it? It's literally type O, giant logo, negative, 
and then the the express yourself. Right? Yeah, the express on yourself the on the back. Oh. So I think it's the first version of the express yourself shirt. That's like a five hundred. I have shirt. the type O big logo in a long sleeve, and it says Brothers in Blood with the slow, deep, and hard like triangles on the back. It's type O logo negative. Yeah. Whoa, I've never seen is, another one. Is it green? It's yeah, it's black and green. Well, my shirt okay. is, is the shirt is green. The print is white. Oh, dude, Team I'm Prozac telling you, I've never seen one. this thing before. Team Prozac had that. I remember it because they had the expression. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How? Yeah, I mean, good. this is relevant because obviously you were pulling aesthetically Big from time. from typo. So, like, would you look at shirts and reimagine and? Yeah, that was all we did. Yeah, that's all we do now. It was everything. <laughs> yeah, I know that's all we do now. But everything we did at the time was like, okay, typo did this, so we should do that. It was also just like a thing where like typo negative shirts look like they are could be the heaviest band in the world. Yeah, yeah. like you look at a typo shirt and you're like, that band is good. Yeah, I've never heard it before. That yeah. band's got to be good. You can know, uh, and the it art was is true, so but crazy. it wasn't what you thought. You no. get my you, some people. Are like, oh, this band's gotta be the hardest shit in the world. My girlfriend's girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. When like, I Ugh. first, that was my first experience with them. Was that video on like Fuse TV or whatever? MTVX. Yeah, and I was in. A, I was with older hardcore dudes who were like, that guy is the guy who wrote like AF records, and I was like, yeah, it sucks. Like, what? Do you, <laughs> okay, you know. I would I say it's it. my least favorite song on that record for sure. I've grown to actually love it. I think it's so fun. But at the time when I saw yeah, it, I was yeah, like, I'll yeah. get, this isn't Jun Jun. Get the fuck off. Oh, my what? Chair. My girlfriend's girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. Hell of a track. The bridge? I'm, oh. But I'm saying, oh, then me. it was like, no. Woof. Yeah, come on. Excellent. Uh, but so about a month after our demo came out, Peter dies unexpectedly. So it was the, that was a crushing thing for us because it was like, we're this. To, in our minds, we're this tribute band that's like our goal. Like maybe one a day month? we'll even tour with them. Tour, what? yeah. Of course. I thought he died in eleven. No, it was, it was April fourteenth, two thousand ten. I've never been wrong about a date on this show. Yet. It's actually true. This would <laughs> like, be a big go ahead, one. Taylor. Do it. This one would look be a it big up. One. It's fucking crazy. Ace Ace Edge would nut if he yeah, knew you're right. how good I was with you're dates. Right. Two yeah. thousand ten. Um, Wow. So the, that was like, that those, was a crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was like, that felt so, I didn't know the guy. I don't know anybody that knows the guy, but it felt so personal because it was like, I just spent the year of my life, a year of our lives, like creatively modeling this thing after his work. I was What's on he? tour uh -huh. when he died with Nails, and I remember Dan Weinrob calling me <laughs> and being like, are you okay? And I think I was driving through like Salt Lake or something, and it started hailing. Wow! Oh. In April, wow. it's Salt Lake's outside of Salt Lake City. Yeah. And I'm like not giving a fuck driving through the <laughs> hail because I'm like, and it's like the van's starting to just like drift, and I'm just like, don't care, he's dead, dude. Yeah. What did you? Dude, it what felt did you, so personal. What yeah. was the first typo you listened to after you found out that he died? Uh, I probably just went through all of it. Yeah, but, chronological. Um, the thing that made that I really didn't like October Rust. Oh, when, interesting. At, at first. Yeah. And then it, the thing that turned me on Typo and Tech, it, like, entirely was Origin. Yeah. Oh. Because I, I thought the, like, 
crowd response was so cool. His like the way he didn't care was cool. The the fact that he's like joking, yeah, on a record is cool. Like the whole experience was like, damn, this might be the sickest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. And then I went back and I appreciated everything else because of the tongue in cheek takes me out of the parts I don't like. Yes. Right. I can totally get There's that. no longer parts I don't like. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, I would Same. say that too. I Same. like every moment. There is um I I have I've brought this up before, but it's in the it's in Hey Pete on Origin where you know, we're a full we're slow deep and hard in and then all of this fake live record in right. where he says, you know, I caught my baby. I'm I'm going to really chop my baby down cuz I caught her fucking round and then he says i really don't go for that shit yeah and it's so like yeah we know it's been two <laughs> records worth of the same thing yeah and it's just yeah, such it's like cool. a little throwaway she's like i really period. don't like that he's putting a period on it and then another yeah. one yeah. and then another one yeah i don't I like really. that she did that to me but um i got into typo after he passed away because we had met saba and saba was truly the first like champion so what's funny is I started getting into type O as Twitching Tongues started kind of being my type O uh, band, the heavy right. melodic band of my peers, too. Even It was before we really knew each other. I right. knew Taylor. I didn't know you yet. Yeah, when I showed you sleep therapy in the van in Europe, you, were, yeah. you the entirety of Harm's Way was like, shit sucks. We got to get away from this guy. Yeah, cool, man. <laughs> I don't think yeah. we said that. No, you didn't. But you were like, yeah, uh, Nails is really awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't get it. Yeah, it's fine. I just I don't think people I think a lot, a lot of people, I think, went back to sleep therapy after In Love. Some yeah. people really Which, like, latch to sleep therapy. They A lot of people wanted us to be something else. Yes, yeah. for sure. And that's that's why disharmony makes like no sense to some people. Yeah. When in reality, to us, it felt it did the whole thing felt like this gradual progression. It was really they like, wanted us to go more melodic. You know, it was only like four it, like, years. Like us, us touring with Citizen made sense in in people's minds. Yeah, never you made know? sense to me. It didn't no, make yeah, sense. That, to us. that wouldn't. That wouldn't we, I would do that today. I think it would. I think it would kill. We actively <laughs> declined Warp Tour. We did decline Warp Tour, which I think was a mistake. Possibly, but it. I think there was a lot of things we did to like get in our own way. Yeah. Where it was like it always had to be uh cool to us. Yeah. It never had to be it was never about um playing to a lot of people. Yeah. It was always like no no no. We only want to play to these people. We right. pretty much and then like those people were like fuck you. Very <laughs> kind of kind of um, kind of. We 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 made like whenever you could make a good idea or like a good decision or a bad decision, most of the time we made the bad decision. Huh? Yeah. Are you a physically of a, aware of, of what few. you're doing right now, Bo? Is this annoying you? No, I'm just wondering. I wonder if you're gonna watch this back and be like, "Why was I doing?" You know how? It's a it's a mouse wrist pad. That looks. Put it light down. Frankly. It's for my wrist. <laughs> Put the cookie down. Ow. Um. <sighs> um. What the hell were we talking about? Yeah, Warp Tour. I, I don't know. Yeah, we, we said no to Warp Tour. Yeah. What uh, year would that have been? This was 2012. Pre in love? It was it was whenever Scott Lee was on board for about a year. He was I like, I'll, I'll get you Warp Tour right now. 
Easy. And yeah. we were like, hell no. Yeah. What do I look should've, like? Should have done it, man. I wonder. I really wonder because you you would have had you would have played the smallest stage. Yeah. And you would have not. We would have been in the sheds slot. For Honestly, sure. we and were you probably too small to do it. And time. you wouldn't have Maybe. been on a bus unless you split it and, and went into the red. Yeah, we might have been miserable. But you, but you also may have made a lot of money just because you were doing that. It's it's hard to say. It is hard to say. I don't, I don't think it, that was the wrong decision. Hmm. I just now, would have liked to have done it one time. Yeah, absolutely. From that, it, from that perspective, you know? If you had gotten the offer after In Love, which to oh, me, even awesome. after going back and listening to Sleep Therapy and stuff, in Love still has, like, the hooks. Yeah. In Love yeah. is the one that got me. Preacher Man, the, the seven inch, is actually the one that got me. But I think right. that got most people who who wrote us off first time. Yeah. Who didn't continue to write us off. And I hope you, I hope when I say that I didn't get it, you don't take that as, like, these guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm just didn't. Mike, Bo, I've told you, you're Michael Hayes, you know? <laughs> you're my Michael Hayes. I remember Ta- that from a week Taylor, ago. Taylor, you're not, fam- you're not familiar <laughs> with this... Uh, anecdote but there's a, a guy named michael hayes he's a wrestling he was a wrestler in the fabulous Freebirds, and then he became a wrestling producer and in every single wwe documentary about i said this in last week's episode so Tara's <laughs> gonna hear it in there but essentially anything that ever worked they cut to him going i didn't think it was gonna work <laughs> uh, yeah that was but the, and i'm not that saying that was Bo in this case because i listen to sleep therapy and i go how did this work you know ah uh. How like this? I'm I probably like this less than anybody. It's mostly because lyrics of, because me. of my own performance. I think the songs rock. Songs rock. Lyrics funky, funky, donkey. But it yeah. sounded like they were written by an eighteen year old idiot. Donkey. Yeah, I think <laughs> Sleep Therapy has good lyrics. The song, the song. I think Sleep Therapy has good lyrics, and I always just liked that song. Still do, and I always liked Fuck that badass. the. The the verse is the first take you ever did. Oh, the verse. The verse of sleep therapy was the first take, the only take we ever did. It was like, damn, nailed it. Next, <laughs> see that's the thing I hear, and I go, how did we let that happen? It was just so good to me. There were so many. I think that you did one take, and we let it sit. Yeah, for a long time, and I think we just got married to it. Maybe but it's I like, got married to it. When you hear the World War Live version, it's like, oh, there's the key. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? Sort of. Yeah, but at the same time, there's aspects of the World War Live one that it's like almost grating because you're like singing one note the whole time. For some, but it's like, like that's that. the note. You know? I know, that's I know, a, I know. But I just liked, I liked how weird it was. You do this thing <laughs> in one. And I I just I just like I like weird stuff that sticks out. You, you know, we could primers. be playing yeah, literally the music. I can edit that, you know? You know? I know that's a lot of work for you. But I'm just realizing, like, you guys own it. Yeah, you yeah. Can fucking But it's, it's ex- out there. You can go find it. Yes. Yeah, people it's out now. <laughs> what? You, can pr- you can order it, too. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll, we'll, we're almost to sleep therapy. I will say, before sleep therapy came out, we did our first tour. Taylor, do you remember what this was? Uh, ruckus, twitching tongues minus. No, ruckus, twitching tongues in Europe was before that. Twitching tongues toured Europe before we toured the United States at all. Really? Yes. Yeah. Did we you played at home a lot. 
What'd you, you figured like like this was like typo was huge in Europe. No, Tony wanted to bring both it. bands. Beatdown Hardware wanted to bring both bands. Well, at well, the time there was one member difference. Yeah, it was one guy. So like the there's a picture of the bands on the back of the ten inch split. Yeah, there's a there's a Twitching Tongues Ruckus ten inch split mm-hmm. that is just a Grimlock cover and a typo cover. Um, uh, no, it was all the Ruckus covers. Was it really? Yeah, it's Bad Brains, Grimlock, uh, Agnostic Front. I can't go get it because I'm not wearing pants, so I, I can't <laughs> confirm. I could go get it. Do I need to go get it? No, no, no. All I right. believe you. I could look I, at Discogs, I, too. It's fine. Pretty sure. I, I believe that. I think that, that sounds right because the typo cover was the length of two songs. We were like, let's put multiple songs on it. But there's only yeah. three test presses for that. You still got yours, Taylor? Yeah. That, those are pretty cool. I might have I might have sold Audrey, one of my, one? my one of my regular ones, or the only regular one. Who I gave mine to Hunter Winstead, friend of the show. The, you He's gave him the that? test. Yeah, no, not the test. I gave him the the. Re- I might have given him the test. Honestly, Hunter, did I give well, you the test? Yeah, I, I can't know. remember. Um, yeah, there's three of those, and those were made by just a guy in France who like owned a pressing plant or something, and just yeah, wanted just to make did. them. 50 copies of stuff. So he made he made 53 10 inches for he us. He told us on that tour. And we were like, okay, sure, that sounds cool. We'll just do a limited record. And then we picked him up. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah that is I don't know how that worked crazy. at yeah. that time. Wait, um, or did, no, or did, yeah, did we I thought like the idea was No, I think we emailed about it before the tour and he was like, I'll have them ready for the tour. And we had a couple no, that's thought, not true. No, we they took all the picture on the tour. They all sold online. Yeah, yeah. They, I think the idea for the split happened while we were in Europe. Yeah, some French. And, that, guy and then we like, got home and we did it. So that was yeah. pretty good. Was yeah. Beatdown Hardware in Germany? Yes. Oh yeah. Munster. Munster. Yeah. Tony. At at the Shout place we Tony. played. Remember, he came to the show. Yeah. No, you, the place we played in Munster Me? with the bowling alley. Arms Way and Nails played there. Oh. Yeah, he came to that show. Came to that, that was show. When, that was when Rick and Travis were like yes. comatose because they had to eat all the weed before we went back. Yes, they were. <laughs> he's a hard mosher. He's a hard mosher, but he's like scared of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he loved. He 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 showed me the ropes at the at a German Burger King one time. You know. Yeah. What do you mean? Like oh, double double wapa. The the double wapa is so good. Yeah, but then uh, he'd be like. He'd be like moshing real hard and be like, yes, but we cannot go over there this time of night. (laughs) 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 Which is probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Um, what monster. So we get home from that. And at that time, he he put out the CD with Insane and Humane, Voluntary Confinement, and the demo. Oh. Which people people considered like official discography for so long. Which we that drove us crazy. Yeah, remember that. But it, it, was, it was just like real. a collection of stuff. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be a record, but it, because it was the second thing we ever put out, people were like, "No, yeah, I love that insane and humane record." And we never like, thought of it like that. It like, was just a single that, that had bonus tracks. So yeah, that was it was a single, and like yeah. so, Photo Booth Records, Nick Heitman, uh-huh. Nick Heitman, Photo Booth Records, 001 was a Tiger's Job, the Tiger's Job self-titled, I think. Mm-hmm. 002 was the Insane and Humane 7 inch, which was only Insane and Humane Voluntary Confinement. Um, and the cover. And we, 
Well, the cover was on there? Pentagram. That's the only I, place the cover is. I guess that makes sense, huh? Which yeah. cover? The, the pentagram f- cover. The pentagram cover. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and he's, he made us extra test presses to sell on that tour. Yeah. So we sold test presses as our records on that tour. Wow. So if you have one of those, that's, that's great. Um, yeah, we'll like go 30. back to this is this is long after sleep therapy was recorded. So we'll go back to kind of the beginning, tracking and recording sleep therapy. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. do you what do you remember, Taylor? Uh, writing and writing and recording. Writing and recording. Writing it was so fast. Because the demo, the demo, we used two of those songs. Hmm. I remember writing Insane and Humane, like in my room, just you and me with an acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Um you remember me me doing the beginning riff and how dumb it was with me playing it? Boo, boo, boo. Yeah, boo, it was so boo, stupid. Boo, 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 boo. You're like, give me that, you fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. Here's how you play it. Well, and uh, then we added more parts to it. Yeah. And then um, the mosh part was... I mosh part was our first science project, I feel like. Yeah, I don't think we like... And we didn't like take it from anything. No. The structure of the song is definitely like based around this love where yeah. it was like calm heavy calm heavy um and then big huge mosh. big huge yeah. mosh and then uh what other songs are on the the, the two-part song is like definitely a coheed nod yeah i loved coheed That's uh true. yeah <laughs> it was Still also do. every time we did a, a part one part two soft song into heavy song it was a suicide note reference yeah, which we did a lot. Uh, Voluntary confinement was just on the seven inch. Uh, on the seven inch. Sleep therapy. Uh, so a stigma. Wait, we got to shout out something huge, right? Okay. Now. Yes. Yeah. This is this is big. So stigmatism, stigmatism comp song. Yeah. Lyrically garbage. Just just like if you're listening to this today and you're like, well, how can you stand behind these lyrics? I don't. They're terrible. I was 18 years old. Yeah. I don't know nothing about nothing. You, I apologize. You, you knew about anybody. heartbreak at the time, and the only way to express it was. Uh, was my dick fell off? You know that was the that was the only thing yeah. I knew to it say. It was it I, was heartbreak, but it was a heartbreak in a very specific way. I remember yeah. walking somewhere with you, Taylor, and I can't remember if it was on the Nails tour or if it was on our the Twitching Tongues European tour. We were in England, and you were just talking about how Colin wrote uh, like very. God, what did you? You didn't say anything disparaging, but you just wrote like, "Yeah, he just kind of writes like <laughs> crudely." Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he uh, it was just kind of like song first, lyrics after. Yes, yeah. not really um, looking into things, just being like, "This is cool." No, I mean, uh, I we were I was yeah. a, I was a student of Pete Steele, but yeah, at the right. same time, I'm not questioning the things. I'm going, yeah. "Does it sound cool?" Yeah. yeah. Does it? I think the first time I was ever like, "No, go write it again," was the last song on "In Love." Yeah. Where you had really positive lyrics over a it was dude, dreary the, so song. Frigid. This is really funny. Frigid at first was a song about how much I loved my dad. <laughs> I love your dad. It was basically it was literally like uh like a um, an emotional song about how much I loved our dad. Over the darkest, coldest. <laughs> Over dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. And that's so, why the lyrics to Frigid are 
all my favorite lines from Monotheist, the whole album, reshaped into a song. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we wrote that, them. We threw it together like the day of recording. I Frank's didn't, dad I didn't, is here. It's awesome. I haven't. Seen I basically him in like didn't years. check him lyrically until that moment. Where there were things where I was like, "What are you saying here?" Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah. there was another one where uh, "Distance Clause" was a song about was about Pete Steele at first. Mm, Should have. And it was, and it we. I know it would have been cool, but that song fucking rocks, dude. I put that on today on my drive home, and it was just like. I think Distance Clause as a song like transcends us a little bit. Ooh. Huh. Bad to the Bone as a mosh part? Yeah. I'm, well, that was the it's thing. Sick so as fuck. We wanted to do a little bit of tongue in cheek. Yeah. And we didn't we didn't always follow through. We did it a little bit, I would say, on every record. World War Five, for sure, mm. tongue in cheek. Yeah, when we did, we were we were hysterically laughing when we d- d- did the mosh parts lower at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, like that was uh, fun. Well, no, and the lyrics are just you know they're absurd. They're badass. Uh, I would say disharmony, insincerely yours, even the video, hilarious. So, so I think everything yeah. had a little bit of yeah, tongue. There's sheet. something there. Yeah. Whereas this one was like, um, what the fuck song are we talking about? Distance clause. Distance, Distance clause, clause. Yeah, it's just like. Oh, what can we do that's ridiculous? Let's yeah. put it bad to the bone. What if mosh bad part. to the bone was a mosh part? Yeah. It's badass. That's cool. That's the kind of question <laughs> I want to be asking today. And then break it down more, which we dun, got the we dun, got the dun, broken down more from a Black Breath song. Ooh. Is that true? Yeah. I don't remember that. You tell me more. It's the fucking um Oh right! We just love that song. So it's not taken from that because it's we were already doing bad at the bone, but we were like, let's let's match this tempo. So people now they people now go pit to pit. Yeah, it was not common. Or Black Breath kind of went pit to pit. They went pit to pit there. Yeah, yeah. It was it was I would say frowned upon at the time. Well, moshing like people. I remember the first time I threw a spin kick at the cobalt, and Travis laughed at me. (laughs) So it was like there were a lot of things that were like, huh? To to some Uh, people, that Black Breath song. Just before we change topics, they accidentally there's like an accident in the song that they kept. Do you know what I'm talking about? That song. Yeah, so like the dun 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 dun. dun. There's a part where when the other guitar doubles it, it comes in early, and they like leave it in. Oh, I love that. "Eh." I thought that was on purpose. I thought it just kind of hung out, hung over on purpose. It's not. That's one of the best parts of the riff. It's amazing. It's It's such such an incredible nuance. If that's an accident, that's an incredible. It's such a little thing too, and it like makes that part. I don't meet a lot of purveyors of Black Breath these days, just because it's they've been gone for so long. Yeah, Ian Shelton is 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 like yo, first two fucking game over. I would I could see that. <laughs> yeah, I would I would well, hope north, that he would ride for the yeah. hometown heroes. Yeah, dude, Black Breath, Black Breath nails era. Dude, Black Breath y'all, were y'all was so running shit. ahead of their time. Yeah, I think honestly, they should come back. They should come back. I think they, I think they're due for a comeback. I do remember the one Sound and Fury set that they played where they looked like they were visibly bummed to be there. Oh yeah, because I think every band that tried to be metal wanted out of hardcore, which to me I never liked that. Sure, I was always if if we were ever gonna go do metal stuff like signing to Metal Blade, we wanted we never wanted to take both feet out. 
yeah. of hardcore. No, I think can't. that's that's embarrassing. Yeah, absolutely. never. And and then that's when it doesn't work for most bands. You know, if you yeah. don't, or if you do, if you do, if you take all your feet out and you do other bullshit, yeah, you lose it. You lose them. Yeah, you gotta stay in. Yeah, you gotta remain spin kick in the air. Let's talk yeah. about the instrumental a little bit, Taylor. Okay. Well, so it's not. Can what? I can I pick his brain about guitar stuff? Yeah. Do you remember what you recorded with? Um, it was an a piece of shit two hundred dollar agile guitar. Oh my god, the agile wow. stock pickups. Holy shit! Um, so they're just garbage. Yeah. Straight in to a fifty one fifty with a two twelve cab that I still have, where I ran. I actually ran the because at the time the studio wasn't done. Yeah. So I was sitting in my room tracking on my laptop with the amp and cab outside my room facing Colin's room <laughs> blasting into his room mm-hmm. uh and it was just, just me being straight- like sound sick yeah well you I think you were in there with me for some of it but you were I for probably, sure you were probably playing video games while I just did work I was playing um, Mass Effect 2 maybe <laughs> um so the uh yeah it was straight into 5150 on the rhythm channel the green crunch and bright. no no yeah green that's green green yeah um blasted up probably maxed out one one mic on it i don't yeah actually i should remember this because i just remixed it no I, you know what i do think i had two mics on it because i did not have a hard time playing with the guitar tone yeah it just sounded dope right you yeah. have as i've said before and as your as the pit merch states, some of the best guitar tones. So I was very curious. I try. Uh, At the time, I was very ignorant. Uh, I think that was the only amp I had. Got it for five hundred bucks off Craigslist. I did, do you remember? I, was it the black letter, or do you remember? It's which, a black letter. I still have it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, also don't get rid of things generally. Yeah, I mean, I have. I'll get rid of pedals all day, but guitars and amps, like I'll never. I got them all. Yeah. Got it. Um. So yeah, I used that. Um, Do I you remember how many layers you did? Just left and right, uh, and then some leads. Yeah, uh, and I think I did everything with that same setup, maybe mixed in a little differently. Um, bass. I don't think I had a proper bass amp. I think I had to borrow Keith's. I think you did borrow Keith's, and I and I think I actually remember doing. The Sleep Therapy LP and the Ruckus LP bass all in one shot. While it I was like, dude, it was like a day and a half. So yeah. it was like, I got this. I might as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely. So we went on tour in Europe, Harm's Way and Nails. And when we came home, Nails had about a thousand bucks total. Huge. And we bought, we we bought an amp with the band money. Oh, the orange amp. We bought the orange amp. Dude, legendary amp. It still have it also. <laughs> Bass? I got that yeah. in the fire. Well, no, it's both. Oh. Um, you got you it, won that in the fire. I, won, I got that in the fire. <laughs> so I um we redid bass after with that. Cause it was like, all right, I'm gonna try this thing out. But we kept that ruckus bass. And the ruckus bass uh, stayed because it has and a no, cu- dude. Uh, there's the the boom 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 yeah. boom boom. That one it's was just that clean. Right it's death? clean as fuck. I think it was a. Uh, 
he just it was just an uh an acoustic or something crazy the brand um yeah i remember it was a huge deal when you guys got that orange and it was like yo we're we it, doing bass with an orange head it was a huge deal <laughs> for all of us like todd was yeah. like i can't believe we have an orange head because orange got hooked you guys up right yeah we got that and for like 1800 bucks which was cheap at the time yeah how can that be well, because we got an endorsement, so that was an endorsement. But which amp was it? Do you remember? It's a Thunderbird 200. Still have it. Can and it was like it was like nails. We ordered it from Orange because we got black Tolex. It was so funny how that worked because it was like you, John, and Todd equally owned the amp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was legit like like a shared custody. John would just come get it and use it for other shit, for Feltolo, and then but otherwise it lived here. Anyway, because we would practice here. Wow. So cool. That was a huge, dude. The amp was a, the orange amp was a huge deal. Yeah. That's so funny. I'll never Because well, I didn't know. I think that was the only bass amp I had for years, too. It was. Yeah. And then eventually you got an SVT. Eventually I got an SVT and then I got another one. Did you yeah. ever use the Model T for bass? No. Nah. Okay. I remember that was a big acquisition, too. Probably could have. Yeah. That was a, uh, I traded Greg Anderson from Sun. Uh, well, because he runs Southern Lord, I traded him right. as partial payment for his Balba record. All right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Greg Anderson, noted uh, creator of Noted and Remembered. Yes. Ah, also that. Wow. Which is like really I do, I'm I'm telling you, I do not go one day without saying it. Yeah, you yeah. say it a lot. But I like every it. single day. That actually is one of the only amps I did trade, but nah. it was a it was an even trade. Yeah. For a fresh new built Dean Costello. Oh, and you know that was worth it. Oh, dude, I use it literally every record now. <laughs> That's so sick. It's yeah. a great trade. And it's like we got our, well, you can hear that Model T on the Taylor Young STL Tone Hump Pack. You can hear this. So I got my Model T forever there. I've got that. I've used it all the time. I've used it on I've the Wardlow song. You know? The other thing is that it is on, we did use it on In Love. So the Model T is eternal on records. It's immortalized. So that's oh, fine. really? Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like the boost track amp. There's a couple. There's a couple songs with four guitars. Yeah, but like it's not the whole time. Like it comes, comes in on choruses. Comes yeah. in on like any single string part. Things like that. It was, it was what Model do you T. use for bass for uh, Dead Body? That solid state. Yeah, the Quilter Quilter Eight Hundred Two. Gotcha. Cool. Things dope, dude. Yeah. Let's talk about this this newly released instrumental song, Taylor. Yeah. Yes. Now titled Somnus. Yes. It had many titles over time. It had what, many titles and many versions. What, what were the titles? Uh like other Latin. it was Latin. It was always Latin. Yeah. It was, it was always like Latin a shit. thing in Latin. Yeah. Um so this instrumental was a thing that we were like so psyched on and so proud of. Thought it was amazing. We thought, thought it was, was so sick. But it became, we thought it was so good that we had to leave it off, restructure it, and turn it into a song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then so there's time no we, Love, There's No Law B-side. Yeah. That is, like, made of that song that fucking sucked. That we just could not make work. And then we were like, we should have fucking put it on there. I yeah. see. Well, so no, now, so I, I also think, no, it got restructured so many times that the remnants of... Like it became good luck, and then there were no parts left from the original song. 
No, because it was good luck was its own thing. Always. Yeah, because there there were demo. There was like a demo session with the get it again, get it oh, again. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, another yeah. B side that nobody's heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that the end of that ended up being the TFR. Yeah, that's right. Um, which is like that's kind of the only time we've ever done that. Pulled from demos. Pulled from an old part that nobody's heard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well this this ended somnus. up this we tried, yeah, and failed to make like there's like a four minute version of it. It just feels eternal. There's nothing good about it. So we lyrics were bad. Yeah, it was just like nothing was working. We buried, we buried it, and then yeah. so when we decided to do the remix, we were like, let's just put it on, and we'll put it back where it was intended to where go. it was supposed to be. Yeah, love. And that. I showed people this song in 2010. Yeah, and it it, like hard. it made the record feel more complete. And now, like with Forever My Queen at the end, it's it's a 10 song album. Yeah. Mm. So it's weird. It's like weird that we were because now we would know like, oh, we want to turn this into a real song. OK, we'll do that later, but still use it as still an instrumental. Use it. And yeah, then it's course. a fun callback. And then it's awesome. It's even cooler. Yeah. Should have had hindsight. You know? I will say that I'm going to I'm gonna, we're going to burn a little bit. Somnus is the only thing I added anything to. Mm. On these remixes, oh, okay. it, it did get a little. It just got a little update and enhancement. I added a little guitar thing and a little synth thing, and that's it. Just a little juice to be like, okay, here's what we would have done. Would've yeah, done, like you know? like if like we knew immediately that we weren't gonna finish it because yeah. it was like, all right, so here's this working version, but we like it too much. It's not gonna go on the record. So yeah. we just never even thought about finishing. But it's it's Whereas, so weird that like without it. Like with it now, it makes the whole record kind of make sense. Well, it just you know? feel if it has a better flow. Yeah, the darkness that's supposed to be there is kind yeah. of there more. Where sleep therapy really ended up being the like, the sleep therapy and the last song are like the only yeah. two dark songs. Dark songs when it's like that's we thought that's what the record sounded like. Yeah, it felt like a dark. Uh, the, the aesthetic felt like for the record is evil dark. Thing. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, and it really wasn't. Yeah. That's because we were like, we were so young when this was even recorded that by the time it like this did not come out until April 2012. Why am I getting choppy? Am I getting choppy over here? I'm good. Yeah, a little choppy. The the record did not come out officially until April 2012, which is well. There's some more stuff for that. There's definitely some more stuff for that, but before um, even before that, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, first of all. We we finished the record in what Mar March April, twenty eleven. I feel like we had an actual master August two thousand eleven, but it was probably done. Had we, to be early. I don't think we had anything else tracked. I think we were fiddling with it. I can tell you why I know it was earlier. Because <laughs> we played Sound and Fury two thousand eleven. Yes. And and before Sound and Fury, I sent this thing to. Every label, mm. every label you can think of mm -hmm. can look in their email inbox from me and find a funny little email written by 18 year old Colin, <laughs> 19 actually, by the well, time there, this was done. The thing is that there were a lot of versions of the record because every time I would do a remix of something like, like the, the version of in love, or sorry, the version of insane and humane and voluntary are not the versions that are on the album. Same right. takes. But the mix mm -hmm. is completely different. Yeah. Maybe not even completely different. Maybe a little different. 
But once we knew it was done and like yeah. had the artwork and stuff, I zipped it up and I sent it yeah. to every label, yeah. every single one. The only one that responded to me mm. was Napalm Records. Do you remember that, Taylor? Yeah, they were like, no. Yeah, Napalm <laughs> Records was like, uh, can you send us a photo of the band? And we sent a photo of the band and they said, we cannot offer you a collaboration with Napalm Records at this time. Yeah, because you are a bunch of children. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, um, but we played Sound and Fury, and then labels were lining up at our table. Is that true? Yes. There were a f there were several that I sent it to that then walked up to the table like, hey, guys, let's do this. But we had already signed to Ice Cream Records. Mm. We had already done it. Where is Ice Cream from? Uh, New York and Belgium. Yeah. Okay. Lawrence, shout out Lawrence. I'm going full Josta now. Shout out Lawrence. Pardon this interruption. It's whatnot time. Pew, 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 pew. We got the second ever Hardlore Whatnot tomorrow. I April uploaded 20. so much stuff. Did you really? I already got pre bids going. You do? You're slacking, brother. That's fine. <laughs> I gotta build the anticipation. They're gonna be like, "What does Colin have today?" I can't believe it. I know, but it's Friday, April twenty seventh, at eight thirty p.m. EST. Right? Nope. <laughs> Friday, April twenty eighth. Yeah. At eight thirty p.m. EST. Yes. Please join us. Um, it's it, it's an event. Every single month, it's an event. These whatnot things. They're they're basically hour two hour long. Mm -hmm. Live hardlore episodes. It's the only place that that can happen for now. For you know, <laughs> yeah. So but it's a lot of fun. It. We we uh, have stuff for sale, stuff from our past, stuff from various bands, stories. We have hardlore stuff. Hello. The only place to get the band Polar Bear shirt for now. I got a fresh quarter of black ones. Yeah, you would last... not believe how gorgeous this thing looks in black. This is the last gray one. Ironically, we're both wearing like respective colors showing off but colin's got new black ones i don't even have one of them they look incredible um so please join us tomorrow J click the link in the description hard lore code hard lore click it you get 15 bucks off your first purchase come on don't miss it it's also manscape time wow you know what this month is april is, is testicular cancer awareness month. i was gonna say it's ball ball cancer month it's ball cancer month and uh, Manscaped has this limited edition purple, which is the color for uh, testicular cancer uh, awareness. And um, we've been using various stuff. We talk about this all the time. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. I use the foot duster and the body wash every day. I am very excited to get a new bottle of the body wash. You know, I'm all about the crop preserver, crop <laughs> preserver and the crop reviver. Keeps my balls... You would never know that my balls were balls. No. You know? Just lovely. That's, that's my goal is so that nobody looks at me, like nobody can sniff me and go like, this guy has balls. Well, you know? Not just little love pillows. No, just they, I, there's nothing there as far as they're concerned. Yeah. And whatever it is smells delicious. You'll frankly. like the body wash kit too because it comes with like this rubber scrubber thing, the silicone thing. Not only is it fun, it rhymes. Yeah, rubber scrubber. And Thank it, God. Uh, I don't know about you or anyone out there, Maybe you have, you work out, you sweat, maybe you have a little body acne. The scrubber is no. very good for that. Some Can't people relate. do, some people don't. It happens to me. Not me. Built different. 
I don't have that problem, but maybe if you do, this is the solution. Go fuck yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with code HARDLORE at manscaped.com. That is 20% off and free shipping with code HARDLORE, all one word, at manscaped.com. Make sure to spread the news and tell your buddies to check themselves during Mm. Testicular Awareness Month. Exactly. Back to the episode. We signed to Ice Cream, and... (laughs) He licensed the vinyl to Dirty Mick Records, who turned out to be, like, the man. He's incredible. But we had no idea that he was doing that. Meanwhile, Justin, Loudon, closed casket, we had just kind of, we had grown, we had developed this friendship with because Taylor loved his label. Well, we asked him, and he said he he passed. He passed at first. And then he had no money. He had no money (laughs) at the time. Where his uh, sleep therapy was his uh, his kill them all, you yeah. know? <laughs> it literally was. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, here we are now, and he's... He did it. He did it. So it's thanks, Justin. It's uh, his now. We, we got the Wayne's World check from him. It's his. That's true. <laughs> got five thousand So Dirty Mick was the man, Mick, but it was yeah. like, damn, dude, if we knew we were licensing vinyl, we would have done it with Closed Casket, who... We that was like our dream was doing it with Close Casket. Yeah. And that was just because we liked the like two like we loved the unholy records, you know? Incredible. Um but the record was taking and like in retrospect, no, it wasn't. But in yeah. our minds, ice we cream were, was taking we were basically s- high schoolers where six months was five years. Yeah, it might as well be forever. Yeah. So there, we're like, okay, we have everything submitted in July. This will be out in October, right? Yeah, no. And they're like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So, we have a tour booked. This, the Sleep Therapy Tour. Sleep Therapy oh. record release tour six months before we were going to have records. <laughs> so what do we do? What do you do? Well, we did two things. We did two things. One, we put most of the songs we put all the songs that weren't on the insane and humane seven inch on a tape and called it the sleep therapy tour tape that's right that was just hilarious yeah and it's just the whole record it's the whole thing (laughs) it's so Uh, funny but nobody's gonna listen to the tapes and we kind of knew i don't think it was listenable i don't think so either i think you literally would put on and it would sound like (laughs) yeah um dude that's really funny because harm's way did the same thing did you also send before, the whole thing to Toxic Breeds Funhouse? No, but before No Gods came out, we were doing a tour and we wanted to have something. We played a friend, our friend Steve Kane. He had a radio show. There was a kind of a college radio show. He would play hardcore and stuff. So we played mm-hmm. um, No God songs live. And this was James with a cast because it was like the week that he had broken his arm. Mm. It's like all that period when so Andrew played with us because the two Johns quit. It was like a whole thing. The two Johns. And what'd you say? The two Johns. Yeah, the two Johns. They they both quit within the same week. And we had this like live tape as like, hey, this is what's coming eventually mm. on a closed casket kind of a thing. Wow. And it was fucking unlistenable. Mm. Mm. Like it sounds really funny. We and had, nobody like, probably ever listened I, to it. I, yeah, I, I wonder if anyone ever loaded it up. Yeah, no I, I, uh, our sleep therapy tour tapes were confirmed like noise. Oh, ours just wasn't like, noise. <laughs> it was just like I think Steve maybe recorded like a headphone out, 
Like that was what made it to take awesome. something. Something silly happened. That's awesome. But it was right around the same time, 2010. 2010. No. So two, yeah, well, 10, 2000, 2010. So yeah. late 2011 was when this would be happening. But we sent the record to Toxic Breeds Funhouse. Which was a which, blog spot that just like leaked stuff and put it was a blo- It was a blog spot ran by now an alleged sex, sex pervert. But yeah. at the time, it was like the place to, to get new hardcore music. Or old. Or old, yeah. yeah. It dude, was like media, it was just media like, fire, media fire <laughs> yeah. city, dude. dude. And I think this is what I've this is what I remember and what I've been told until the day that the funhouse shut down. Sleep therapy remained the number one downloaded thing of all time. Really? Of all time. So we leaked our own record, which right is bef- which right is also like kind of like the a marketing thing or was yeah. for a minute when leaking was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Nobody oh, leaks got, people got this early, so other people would be excited about it. Exactly. We Which is, I don't think we that's pre- the thing that people listening might realize is like, most of the time, if you're hearing any leaked things, it's 100% planned. Maybe. Like no, like there a, were a lot of press things, press versions leaked early. Yo, I've, I've downloaded two leaked things that I know personally devastated the band. Really? Axe to Fall. Okay. I remember, I remember met like, at like messaging converge, I think when I found the link for Axe to Fall, yeah, and I was like, guys, this leaked, and I was just some kid, and they were like, where did you find this? What do you mean? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what my secret was back in the day. This is breaking news. <laughs> this is how I found leaked stuff. When on Last FM, if the band had posted the track titles for their new album. I would search the track titles on Last FM. And if they had been scrabbled one time by a guy, I would message the guy. No matter who it was. And in, and this happened with but with Axe to Fall, this is how I got Axe to Fall early. And uh Coheed and Cambria Year of the Black Rainbow. I I searched the song titles the and people had people had scrabbled them. Album title. God, that band pisses me off. You don't even get it, dude. Fuck. It's from a comic book that Go I've on. never read. Um, so I, you, I would, I would search those titles on there. I did this with every record ever that came out that I like wanted to hear. <laughs> I never Immense. knew that. Um, and those two were those two were the ones where I was like, I just struck gold. You guys are not gonna believe this. Um, the uh, remember when Blacklisted Heavier Than Heaven leaked like unmixed? No, oh, um, maybe. That was crushing. That's different than what I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um. So so wait, you would ask the guy? I would message whoever scrabbled them on Last FM and be like, "Can you send me the album?" What does scrabbled mean? Scrabbled means listened on Last FM. If they like, I, like I've scrabbled AFI a thousand times this month, you know. Okay. That's what Last FM's stupid little word was. Okay. Um, and I would I searched every song on these records, and if they had listened to them one time, I could see it. So I'd message that guy and be yeah. like, "I see that you've listened to this. Could you send it to me?" Two and times they just, it worked, and they and two times they just said, "Yeah." Two here times you go. they just sent it because they got they did the same thing and got it from somebody else. Copy, yeah. got it. But I remember A network of thieves. Oh, out dude, there. straight up the thieves guild blacklisted heavier than heaven leaked on the bridge nine board unmixed. Oh, and. And people felt like people being bummed for them, I think, drove up pre-orders. 
Do you remember how gnarly pre-orders were for Heaven in Heaven? It was the biggest record on earth. I have four copies. I was 15. I didn't have any money, but I, I found money to order four copies of Heaven in Heaven, you know? Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. That is crazy. So it worked. It was a thing. Um, yeah, Toxic Breed, I guess, is a pervert now. But oh. the Fun House back in the day, terrible name in retrospect. Uh, was, yeah, he did the covers compilations, which we also... Uh, we also put a we put astigmatism on there, mm. and then we put the typo cover was like it only existed there. Yeah, on the Toxic Breed blog spot. It's a really good cover, which we um, also kind of recorded on a whim during yeah. a demo session. Yes. for in love, there's no law. I like well, it because you guys do the origin stuff. That's Taylor. That's not true. We I remember it being I remember it being I'm testing the Model T. Let's record something. But time-line-wise, that don't add up. 2012. It did not come out in 2012. Yes, it did. This is Colin's... I don't believe it. Because it, it is the Model T, and so it had to be after Hasta la Muerte was recorded. It. I don't believe it. Had, <laughs> Bro, look to. up Toxic Breed Casa de Diversion Volume 1. No, it, was, it, was it Volume 1? It was Volume 1. Track is it, 1. Is it still up? So I'm just, I would hope so. Well, maybe Oslo Muerte was recorded in 2011 and released I can in see that. Yo, everybody was getting the Oslo Muerte tattoo before the record was out. Remember that? Yeah. Well, what incredible promo for that thing. Yeah. 2011. For the, what year, what date? Uh, April, kind of right now, April 19th, tomorrow, uh, last week. I'm too good. He's too good. You can't test me. You wow. will lose. Okay, so 2011, I got the Model T. <laughs> there you go. And, and we, God, were, we were, but, but I still think that we were probably demoing future songs. We were, because no, I'm pretty I mean, sure we, that the session for the for the Gravity cover had a had a demo for a new song on it too. Yeah, that that song was Eyes Adjust, and it oh. went for five fucking minutes. Was the worst song ever written. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I like that Gravity cover because you guys do the origin. You do, like, the live stuff, but yeah. then it has the breakdown. has the full structure. Which I don't know if that – I've yet to find a video of Typo playing all of Gravity. Yeah, I mean, I think that the fucking uh, – the, the literally, like, hair metal part didn't – they didn't care for it. Dan, right away. Down, yeah. Oh, the ending? Down. And that's, like, my favorite part of it's the whole it's like, it's like a Van, It's like a Van Halen – it that's is like a Van Halen part, but that song feels like that part of that song feels like the culmination of the entire record about like, okay, yeah. I'm about to kill myself. Like it's that like song is part. what made me a typo fan. Yeah, same. And well, that's why poetically it felt like this is the song we should do. Love You yeah. to Death is what made me go, oh, this band isn't just black number one. And then I went back and I, I was like, oh, this band is incredible. Did that we end was up, chronological. Did we end up doing one of the gang vocals as I'm just a fireball? Because I think that's, so. that's what everybody I'm just thought they said. I'm just a fireball. There's one yeah. on the on the cover that is that. <laughs> that doesn't um, make any sense. I thought so, so too. Yeah, because it was like like people would comment that on stuff. Yeah. Because they literally <laughs> thought that's what the song said. It's just that's yeah, it's so stupid. That's but yeah, so we definitely stupid. did there's one of them in there. See if you can point it out. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the the whole thing, we like did it around putting that sample at the end of it. Yeah, What's dude, the sample is unreal. There's a lot of samples. 
It's a, it's a, we it's a we did a bunch of samples of Pete just talking at the end of the cover. Oh and yeah, the, and then the ending sample, yeah. Awesome things, yeah. badass. And then it just cuts, and then it's like spine chilling. That was one thing where I was like, <laughs> "We did good. We we got <laughs> yeah. we got this." Um, you know what? Yeah, the 2011 does make sense because I also think <laughs> you guys and your fucking dates. I think that that God. was one of the first times we tracked drums in the studio. In the studio, yeah. Because for, the, for gravity, yeah, the studio uh, I, was didn't get finished till 2011. I remember tracking the drums because that was the first time I did the thing where I was like, okay, I have to play a really long cover song. I've never done that before. How do people do this? So I just wrote on a big piece of paper like how many times each part happens in ways that I would understand, and like seven count to seven, then yeah. do this count to eight. Wow. Uh, I don't know music terms to this day. I still don't know shit. Wow. Uh, and it, that, so I played drums on that. And there's only one real like structural error, but it sounds cool. Was it that we played something too long, yeah, or like did something too early or something? I don't remember. Yeah, but it didn't matter because there's it's every th structure, every part was too long to begin with or something. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it's a good cover. That's we're getting towards the end of the sleep therapy era here. I but I feel like. Um, well, then there's a release, and then and then the stuff we did around that. Dude, time. the the record release show. Yeah, what was the record release? <laughs> so sick. We played Dirty Mick Records, which was a store. It was basically like a tiny record store in Long Beach. Yeah. Where the the bill was, Twitching Tongues, Ezak DJing. Yeah. So that like my show. my one Whoa. memory of the Twitching Tongues record release playing to 15 people was Ezak at the door being like. And yeah. it was like, damn, I'm, this is a dream. This that is was incredible. Really, that was, <laughs> it, it was it was crazy that because the vibe of it being 15 people was kind of like, oh, bummer. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't have a bad time. No, it was fun. That's it was like incredible. we're. So, oh, I think we were looking at the record for the first time too. That was the day we saw them, and we saw that. So the insert was supposed to be a poster. Oh yeah. It's like and the the uh, it's smushed down to a it's, to that's a, wrapped so I can't open it but it's it's it was supposed to be a big like eighteen by twenty four poster and they just squashed it down to square. Oh so, no! So the dimensions yeah. of the insert are completely fucked up. Yeah, if you look really? at it, we're all just squished. Yeah, it's pretty 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 dope. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, it happened. That's because we didn't know we were submitting to somebody to to a person who was. Passing off the files. We didn't else. know. We so kept we asking, like, everything's cool. The poster's good. And they were like, yeah. What fucking poster is this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but now we get to do whatever we want. <laughs> we talk about it for two hours. And we didn't do a poster. No. Um, but we have the most insane artwork and layout. Oh, the artwork's badass, dude. For the new one? Yeah. yeah. For the re release. So it's it's like, it's just this. Yeah. Like, you just saw, you saw it yesterday when it went out. I want to show, yeah. Could you oh, it? that you, one. You put, can you put it into my hands? Yeah, absolutely. In an edit? Yeah, perfect. Wow. Yeah, so the insert, this is the... Uh, <laughs> this is the gate. Nah, I can't do that. So now, don't get all crazy on me. We don't have that kind of budget. <laughs> He's got the green <laughs> yeah, screen. No, Maybe no, 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 no. I'm not doing none of that. I'll crop it. I'll have it go throughout the whole screen, and that's all. That's the best I can do. Perfect. That's good. Um, that 2012, kind of after after Sleep Therapy was actually out, and Love There's No Law, to us, musically, was, like, done. It was, wow. it was it was finished. Well, it was close because we still played This Is Hardcore. Well, we played This Is Hardcore 2011. We did play 2011. That was our, that so was it, our, mm, was it 2011? 
I don't think it was two thousand or no, it was two thousand twelve. So the record the I was record say two thousand twelve is when I first saw you guys. Yes. The record had been out for a little while. And then did And we, it was like it was us being like, yo, shout out good yo, who watched Code Orange Kids open the show? What'd you think? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's in the video, which did, is awesome. Did you guys played early as fuck? We did played we third. Play, Code Orange did, was second. So we you, played Preacher Man. Yeah, at that set. Yeah, and yep. the record that Sleep Therapy had only been out for five months, but we had Preacher Man seven inches. So, yeah, because so I got one. Sleep Therapy came out, and then we put out Preacher Man five months later because we had been sitting. On sleep therapy for so long. For so long. I remember being at Rainfest and calling and being like, hey. I called uh Lawrence just to be like, mm-hmm. hey, can will you be okay with it if we just put out another record? Like right yeah. after this. And he was like, Yeah, you know, whatever you guys want to do. He was really cool about it the whole time. He was very I mean, he was like totally understanding. Yeah. Um, and as you can see, he we owned the record and gave it to Justin. Yeah, you know? he yeah, just yeah. gave it back. Which that ain't easy to do. No. Um, um, I remember that set. I remember vividly. You were the last. So, like, that was, I've told this story, but that was when we had just gotten back from Australia and we, like, overnighted to play. Mm-hmm. And we were all, James and Jay got bronchitis on the way to This Is Hardcore. So, like, they're dying. We're all fucked up from the time change. And you guys were the last band we watched before we left. Mm. Oh, it was wow. literally like, let's check this band out. And I, yeah. I watched from stage right. I remember it vividly. And I remember going, I think I might like this band. <laughs> we were not good. But, but the, dude, but but the, the response uh, was great. The response the magic, was like, was magic. Yeah. it was yeah. incredible. Yeah. For that early in the day. Yeah. Be- it, was it, was, piv- uh, it was pivotal for us. George, yeah. George Blacklist had wore the shirt that mm-hmm. night too. Mm. Over is as it, long isn't as it so funny how that, that was can a cool, just that's all a cool. it t- for you for like that like I love blacklisted you know yeah, yeah. and like after shirt, having though, you couldn't deny the shirt it was not a sick shirt it was the beware of God one that's a sick shirt you think so <laughs> in hindsight all right well, well that's good I'm glad you think so everybody roast me for that one I designed that that was like I, the first shirt I ever designed I still don't cool. have the softest fuck shirt. Someone messaged me about that. We'll yeah, make I just new remembered. We'll yeah, make I, want, new I want the yellow one. Lello. That's I'll our problem. That was probably the last really cool shirt we made. Sure it might have been the last shirt we had. Wow. Oh, that too. Well, no, we we just made it a lot. We printed a bunch of different versions. We had that at This Is Hardcore, which was one of the last shows we played. Yeah. yeah. Well, we I think we had it at LDB. Oh. Yeah. Which is the last show we played. Oh, who knows? who knows when we'll play another one? <laughs> Couldn't tell Lord you. Lord knows. Can't tell you. I, I have like an ideal, but I just. Who knows? Can't yeah. do it. I don't know. Oh, no. Also, Excited. I, so, I generally don't like curse words on shirts, but that shirt. Sure rocks. Something incredible. about it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I, I think I have who we are. one. I have the yeah. fuck Guns N' Roses shirt. Mm. Yeah. I forget it's on there. I love GNR, though. I have the oh, type of negative uh, long sleeve with his butthole on the front cover. It's the origin yeah. cover. Yeah. It's a crazy one. And then the back says same old shit really big. Did you I know, love a shirt with a fuck on it. I just got um, the Slow Deep and Hard and Origin like revolver represses. 
The origin one actually has shit smelling scratch and sniff. That's yeah, disgusting. I was told about that a yeah. while ago. And it's like someone I know did it and it smells like shit. I don't want it. I don't <laughs> You keep it. I'm I, don't good. Want, I mean I have it. You keep it. I'm just not gonna do it. Taylor, what are your what are your kind of roundup thoughts on the on the origin of Twitching Tongues and the sleep therapy era and people hearing maybe hearing these songs for the first time? In but, my, bef- in my but brain, before it, you answer, I I, I wanna ask a, a really poignant question. Did it feel like did you feel like Sisyphus? Were you pushing this rock up a thing because you believed that there was a vision that was going to that, the, the that, vision that changed still... before this even came out. Yeah, the yeah the 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 trajectory for the for the band was completely completely different because in love was written, it was done by the time it came sleep out. therapy came out. So to the degree that when we were doing the sleep therapy layout, it, we were making it darker and more metal looking, oh, even man. though it has distance claws on it. You know, we we were still he- we were always heavy. But it was like we kind of wanted to shift to a darker tone um, because I don't think we knew what to do with just being like. Well, and again, that was lighter. a lot of that was Ruckus's fault. That's true. Like, yeah, we couldn't just sleep be a therapy would have would have been much harder had Ruckus not existed. Understood. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like, OK, we have our band to do that stuff. So we don't want to cross pollinate too much. So we're going to make the pretty band. The yeah. melodic band with yeah. like yeah. with like different kinds of mosh parts, but we have to have mosh parts because that's who we are. We did totally. say like I th- I would say that when we were doing sleep therapy, there was like a no, that's too heavy. Like that kind of that got rough. said a couple times. Doesn't but that's suck. why. But like dun 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 is yeah. still there because it yeah. was like a, it was like a hard thing that Ruckus wouldn't do. Right, gotcha. Patterny so stuff. made sense. Yeah, and yeah. it was this love, so it was like. Okay, yeah. this this makes sense in the context. But um, then we were doing in love. There's not a lot. It was like fuck it. Here are here's some metal songs because yeah. Deliver Us is like stealing autopsy riffs and shit like that. So, um, I would say I look at the Sleep Therapy era and demo. It, it's like one flash. Yeah, because it was so short, so fast. But it even, was all written between November 2009 and. June 2010. Yeah. Was everything you're hearing in that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is very quick. So that didn't, and that didn't come out for another two years. So we had took essentially the the normal time that bands take to write a record before it even came out. So we had a second record written. Forgive me if you've already answered this, but why did it take two years? It was just red tape, finding a label. Yeah. Nobody was interested in putting it out. Yeah. So it's it it was a long process. And we and, did the uh, seven like vocals inch. took a long time. Yeah. Too. We did other things to keep it alive. So like you're there, saying in the, your brains you you had it written. It was done. It was done. Oh, it was it was, done, it was, it was recorded, recorded July 2010. Musically. Vocals took another seven, eight months. Yeah. Okay. And then so, released. But that's still and early then you 2012. Chopped it, chopped it, chopped it. Chopped, chopped, chopped. And nothing until Understood. we found we got physical LPs at our record release show. April 2012. Almost two years. That's Which two crazy. years at the time felt like five. It was like, so that's your whole life. That was me. That was me being, it was 18 to like 20, you know? Yeah. Like so the, that's the time, long... the time between in love and disharmony feels way shorter. And it's the same. But it's the same. Yeah. yeah. 
Which is crazy. Because and love, and love Being Done was really what drove us crazy. And it was like us playing the sleep therapy songs on the, the like deathcore tour that we did. Yeah. And us thinking like, no, you don't get it. Like, we're something else. You'll see. So yeah. why, why did you do that? If you're playing, I'm just picking your brains now. If you're playing a market that mostly hasn't heard of you, why are you mm-hmm. playing like older songs? Because those are our songs that were out. I don't, yeah, we, we just didn't dare play things that weren't released. We, I think we've yeah. kind of always been that way. Yeah, we never, we only did that one time. Mm. And it was the Asylum Ave intro. In New Jersey. morning show in New Jersey. Yeah. And it went over well. It was dope. That part is dope. Yeah. <laughs> went over better than Don't it ever it. did uh, at a show post release yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then yeah. like the thing that you have to understand about switching tongues is like you will like we're the hardest band ever yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> well we've also always been sisyphus pushing a stone uphill like it's we, well, as a band yeah God, we just stopped pushing you got I, don't, to the I, don't, I think we're st- i think we're still pushing that we're just don't, really strong now <laughs> you know? We just don't care. We don't care to push. That's yeah. the thing. You know, mm. we're fine with where we are in the mountain. That that that's, boulder's that's only heavy too. if you're pushing it. You know, right? Yeah, I don't care to be. I don't like. We were trying to be a full time band and grow it and 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 be like be a career. Like, yeah. we, this is what we're gonna do. Now, I'm kind of happy with what we got, and we're just, you know, let's just rock. We know with who that. we are. We know what our roles are. Yeah. In this world. Yeah. Um, I don't need more than that. I don't need more than that. No. If, will, if there is more, if there is new Twitching Tongues material, it'll just be because we're excited about the idea of doing that. And because right. of the people that want it, want it. Not right. We're not trying to get in more new people. No. That's fine. Whoever we got, that that's the pop. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. Love it. <laughs> you're, yeah. in the, you're in the soup. I'm right in the soup. I'm a little potato. Soup. So, you know... If if you're listening to this and you're in like a newer band or an older band that uh, people are down like aren't psyched about all the time, just give it time, man. Keep keep trudging along. It took us a while for anybody to give a shit. We didn't play a good show in our hometown for three years, probably. Um, from conception to show, it took about three years to have like a good set at home. Mm. So just keep going. Yeah, you're, so, you're, so you're Al gonna... from SSD, just keep at it, brother. People are eventually going <laughs> to like it. <laughs> that's a good one. That was a good one. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This was the origin of Twitching Tongues. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, listen to the Sleep Therapy Redux now. You can order it wow. if it's still available. It's also ready. It's not a pre-order. Just go. Just not buy a pre-order. It. You'll, it's you'll out. Oh, beautiful. I love yeah, that. we were ready. Uh, that's join us on January. What Not Tomorrow. Pick up some some cool stuff from that era and other eras. Mm-hmm. We can't I'll wait to see. You. I'll go find the tapes. Find the yeah, tapes. you should do that. Okay. Not that it We're helps need me. Those. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, we we love you all. Thank you for for sticking by us. How how many years later? Fourteen. Eleven for fourteen oh, yeah, years. Yeah. That's crazy. So, and 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 to clearly state, Twitching Tongues is still as active as Twitching Tongues wants to be. Like it's yeah, you, you we guys never broken like, up. We never yeah. left. You, we'll you, never break. You have up. to break up to have to reunite. Yeah, yeah. don't so call it a comeback. We're just you know, we just decided to we've been here to be yeah. been here like this in the shadows. Yeah, fuck you. Is there a little bit of that? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. A well, little gaining, bit of like gaining purpose is a spite record. Gaining purpose is spiteful, dude. Yeah. I got a list. <laughs> I already got to get one of the Willies out in Austin. That one oh, day. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I get I'm getting people are putting them out for me now. It's all like they're going like, hey man, I know I'm on the list. I don't want to be on the list. Can I, Taylor, can you share? I will after. Okay. (laughs) Fuck. Love it. You're going to cut that out. This is the origin of Twitching Tongues. We originated, and now we're still here. Somehow. Somehow. Sleep Therapy Redux, available now. Thank you. This is Hard Lord. We love you so much. Close cast activities. Bye.